Welcome back to another episode of Living Your Holiest Hot Mess Life. On today, we are going to be reminded of God's power. And before we do that, I want to give a little background of the scripture that we'll be looking at today. Our actual focus scripture is Psalm 46, verses 9 and 11. I might even read through the whole psalm, depending on how much time we have. But I want to start out by talking about something that happened in Numbers 16. So in Numbers 16, there were groups of people who were questioning Moses and saying that basically he wasn't special and why was he the only one that could lead them. And so there were some people who rebelled against Moses and one of them was a group of people called Korah. And Korah had a large following. And so he said in Numbers 16, he and a group of people, about 250 people, I think it says. um, In Numbers 16, verse 3, it says, They assembled before Moses and Aaron and said to them, You have gone too far. All the members of the community belong to the Lord, and the Lord is with all of us. Why then, Moses, do you set yourself above the Lord's community? When Moses heard this, he threw himself on the ground and prayed. Then he said to Korah and his followers, Tomorrow morning the Lord will show us who belongs to him. He will let the one who belongs to him, that is the one he has chosen, approach him at the altar. Tomorrow morning you and your followers take fire pans, put live coals and incense on them, and take them to the altar. Then we will see which of us the Lord has chosen. You you Levites are the ones who have gone too far. Moses continued to speak to Korah. Listen, you Levites, do you consider it a small matter that the God of Israel has set you apart from the rest of the community so that you can approach him, perform your service in the Lord's tent, and minister to the community and serve them? He has let you and all the other Levites have this honor, and now you're trying to get the priesthood too. When you complain against Aaron, it is really against the Lord that you and your followers are rebelling. So, a little bit about that. We need to remember that the Levites were the one of the 12 tribes of the children of Israel, of the descendants of Jacob. And we know that the Levites were set aside. They weren't going to own any land when they got to the promised land. They were being provided for by the people because they were the ones who would perform all of the rites, all of the traditions, all the sacrifices before God for the forgiveness of people for sin. So there's a lot of... Uh, responsibility that the Levites have that they were the ones that would go to God on behalf of all the other people but yet Moses and Aaron were still over them and so when they rebelled against Moses and against Aaron God didn't like that and I love this line that Moses says in Numbers chapter 16 verse 11 when you complain against Aaron it's really against the Lord that you and your followers are rebelling there are so many people with a rebellious spirit in church and I think about how now that this isn't, I'm not talking about pastors who lead from um, a position that's not godly. I'm not talking about that because if we're to be honest, we know that not all pastors operate with the Holy Spirit. But I'm talking about people that just rebel against their pastors to create strife and problems. And so these Levites were trying to create strife and problems for Moses and for Aaron. And The reason I'm giving you all this background is because Korah, along with the others, dealt with the consequences that God sent. So in verse 23 of number 16, um, 
well, let me back up a little. So God was not happy with this whole behavior and these people speaking out against Moses and against Aaron. And um, God was going to just like destroy everybody. And Moses and Aaron, um, in verse 22, it says, But Moses and Aaron bowed down with their faces to the ground and said, Oh God, you are the source of all life. When one person sins, do you get angry with the whole community? Verse 23, The Lord said to Moses, Tell the people to move away from the tents of Korah, Dathan, and Abiram. Then Moses, accompanied by the leaders of Israel, went to Dathan and Abiram. He said to the people, Stand away from the tents of these wicked men and don't touch anything that belongs to them. Otherwise, you will be wiped out with them for all their sins. So the people moved away from the tents of Korah, Dathan, and Abiram. So it goes on and it talks about different things that Moses says and why the people were about to be punished by God. Um, and so basically in verse 30 he says, well, we'll do 29. If these men die a natural death without some punishment from God, then the Lord did not send me. But if the Lord does something unheard of and the earth opens up and swallows them with all they own so that they go down alive to the world of the dead, you will know that these men have rejected the Lord. And so it's so interesting to me that um, God does something so drastic. <laughs> because in verse 31 it says, As soon as he had finished speaking, the ground under Dathan and Abiram split open and swallowed them and their families together with all of Korah's followers in their possessions. So they went down alive to the world of the dead with their possessions. The earth closed over them and they vanished. So, the reason I brought all this up is because when we see in, when we see in Psalm 46 which is our focal scripture for today, Psalm 46, we see a group of people who are worshiping and praising the Lord for how great he is. And if you read, this is a song by the clan of Korah. And so fast forward hundreds of years later after this happens and the descendants of these rebellious people recognize the Lord, worship the Lord and exalt the Lord. And I love this Psalm 46, not because it's by the clan of Korah, but because there's so much in it that really reminds us of God's power. And since we're focusing on being reminded of God's power today, I'm going to pause for a moment and have you think about when is a time that God has powerfully shown up in your life? Hopefully not by opening up the world, earth and swallowing people. (laughs) I'll be right back after you meditate on when is a time that God has shown up powerfully in your life. Be right back. Hopefully you were able to come up with some ideas of different times that God has um, shown his power in your life. So let's take a look at Psalm 46, which is really what I wanted to talk about on today. But I think it's important to give the background of what happened to the to Korah because these days I think it's... Um, how do I say this? Bad things happen, right? Like bad things happen to good people. Um, mean-spirited people speak out against people who are doing the right thing. And I don't know, if you're like me, you might be thinking sometimes that it would be really nice if the earth could open up and swallow some people who um, <laughs> speak evil against you. <laughs> Maybe you're better than me and you never think that. But I'm going to be honest. There are times where I really, really would love the earth to open up and swallow some people that are really hurtful and mean and abusive towards me. However, Jesus came and paid for all of our sins. So God's not going to open up the earth and swallow anybody because our sins are paid for. (laughs) 
So let's read Psalm 46 and let's rejoice in not only acknowledging God's power, but in this group of people who are descended from a group of people who originally spoke out against God and rebelled. And yet their descendants were able to learn from their ancestors' mistakes. So I'm going to start in verse 1, but our real focus is verse 9 and 10 and 11, the end of the psalm. There's only 11 verses. God is our shelter and strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. So we will not be afraid even if the earth is shaken and mountains fall into the ocean depths, even if the seas roar and rage and the hills are shaken by the violence. Notice they reference the earth being shaken. Verse 4, there is a river that brings joy to the city of God, to the sacred house of the Most High. God is in that city and it will never be destroyed. At early dawn, he will come to its aid. Nations are terrified, kingdoms are shaken, God thunders and the earth dissolves. Notice again, they mention the earth dissolving. Verse 7, the Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Come and see what the Lord has done. See what amazing things he has done on earth. He stops wars all over the world. He breaks bows, destroys spears, and sets shields on fire. Stop fighting, he says, and know that I am God, supreme among the nations, supreme over the world. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. So I really wanted, I know we spent more time talking about the history behind who wrote the psalm, but I really, really want us to recognize that it doesn't matter your family history. It doesn't matter what you did earlier in your life. All that matters is what you do moving forward. And moving forward, you can operate out of being reminded, being mindful of God's power, being mindful that no matter what happened, the Lord Almighty is with us and that he is our refuge. We can remember that God is supreme among the nations and supreme over the world. We can remember that God is the one who stops war, that God is the one who does amazing things. And so I pray that on today, you will refer back to Psalm 46, that you will remember that even though this was written by a group of people who had rebelled against God, their their descendants were able to worship God and trust God and learn from their ancestors' mistakes. So I pray that on today, as you strive to live your holiest, hot mess life, that you are learning from mistakes and that you are able to see God's amazing power as we are reminded what a great and powerful God we serve. Let's pray. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Lord, we thank you and praise you for who you are, for your goodness, your grace, and your mercy. We thank you, Lord, that your power is not like anything we could ever completely comprehend, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord, that you are in the midst of our lives, Lord God, that as we strive to live our holiest, hot mess lives, Lord, that you are moving and breathing and having your being in and all around us, Lord, and that we can trust you and we can truly turn to you and we can recognize that your great and amazing power is only a prayer away. Help us to put you first and foremost, Lord God, and help us to operate out of a spirit of gratitude and thanksgiving and faith in you. In Jesus' precious name, amen. God bless. I pray that you'll come back to listen to more tips and strategies of how to live your holiest hot mess life.